0: Hello everyone, this is Callie Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for January 29th through February 4th of 2023. So our quote for the week says, instead of feeling caught up in the churn of events, take it as an opportunity to practice conscious transitioning. Deep breath. We have some personal activations this week, we have the gate of power, waking up a whole new season. The year is getting underway. We have Saturn and Pluto starting fresh and clean at zero degrees. Jupiter's going to move to zero degrees Taurus by May. So We have lots of new beginnings to big cycles socially and collectively. So transition's part of the game, you know We just need to do it more consciously, not be so surprised by the upheavals or the shifts that come out of nowhere. They're not really out of nowhere. You get in alignment and things become more effortless. And when transitioning to these new levels of consciousness, we've got to do that with complete self-awareness and a little bit of latitude in case we need some extra rest or extra nourishment or extra self-care. Do it consciously, and it won't be as disruptive. We kick off the week on Sunday the 29th with Sun Trining Mars. This is powerful. Mars is finally direct, not quite out of shadow, though. So we're still putting the pieces together about how things have been reset in our sacred masculine, which is how we negotiate on our own behalf, get our ideas in the world and hold good boundaries. Everyone gets an upgrade. No one is exempt. If you have Gemini Sag or Virgo Pisces energy, it is a little more intense and personal. That's just how they go. Thank God it only happens every 32 years or so. Last time Mars actually retrograded in Gemini was the early 90s. So a full cycle of moving through the complete zodiac has brought us here to the rebirth of the masculine that actually kicked off in 2020. So we're getting that evolution, right? So let's, again, do that consciously. With the sun lighting it up, it's pretty easy to do. This is a powerful energy for solidifying who you are, what you want, and what you are capable of. It brings out your desire to be truly self-sustained and independent. And with the good angle between sun and Mars, you are deeply supported for forward movement that feels almost effortless when you are grounded and aligned with your own truth and purpose. Deep breath. Or said another way, grounded in your truth and aligned with your purpose. If you're not clear about who you are or what your purpose is, this energy will inspire you to find out. If you are already on track and crystal clear, then this energy strongly supports progress and evolution to the next level in obvious ways. It is a great time for physical activities that bring you joy and get your juices flowing. You should review with gratitude all the goals that you've accomplished thus far and begin deciding what you can finish up in preparation for what's coming. You are truly being prepared for your future. Use this great energy to ground that intent consciously and with a vote from your heart and soul. Deep breath. With Mars, you've got to care. You've got to be passionate about it. Sun is energizing that point with ease and grace. This is sun in Aquarius with Mars in Gemini. So it's mostly our mental ideas and possibilities and the ways that we're going to improve that going forward this year. Same day, Mercury, also finally direct having its third pass with Uranus. Another trine, another blessings without effort, ease and grace. But because of the retrograde, there was some back and forth and review and realign and go a little deeper and figure out how you really want to liberate your consciousness and take it to a whole new level. This is connecting you to mental freedom. This is a new level of not being oppressed mentally by the social collective madness. Another reason I chose that quote for this week. And when Mercury trines Uranus, it gives you access to your higher mind. This is higher mind, lower mind connecting with ease and grace. Mercury is in Capricorn, Uranus is in Taurus. This is earth signs. We're creating foundations and containers for our new ideas, for our new thinking, for our new consciousness so we can live into it. And that includes the body as your primary container. So it's opening the way for new, deeper insights that can guide and direct you at this time. Business as usual will not work. It's time to open up to the unusual. Do something different. Look at things from another angle and watch the aha start pouring in. Your intuition will be firing on all cylinders, giving you access to unprecedented clarity. While your thinking may lack discipline, your ability to access solutions to any recent or longstanding challenges may be off the charts. Uranus inspires those creative solutions. That's the thing. You might get that aha after all the back and forth and kind of the struggle with your own self of what's practical and what's doable. Now, you're going to have a breakthrough. right? That's the other thing Uranus promises us. This energy will not be contained, even though it is generally all mental. You really may have a hard time keeping up with the ideas, thoughts, concepts, and intuitions that come to you under this influence. So try to take notes that you can refer to later when the grounding will be necessary. Pay attention to the messages that come through and from others as well, since you never know how the universe will show up. This alone is an indication that whatever your consciousness may not have been previously ready to assimilate or process is awakening now to that which is just for you. It's also about that individuality. Mercury is a personal planet, how you think. But Uranus represents your most unique contribution in that part of you, that spark that we would be remiss if you didn't share it with us. So the retrograde's wrapping up, coming out of shadow for Mercury. So a lot of the reworking of Capricorn that it's just been through, once it hits Aquarius, you sort of have an open path to start those new ideas and get things off the ground for the new year. Now... Since we weren't quite out of shadow, I had a little back and forth around my schedule, y'all. Messing with Yay Louisa Teesh, who is in much demand around the world. So we got to work around international schedules as well. I was supposed to be traveling to her for our first two classes this weekend, February 4th and 5th. But I'm no longer traveling. I've decided to keep the dates of the events I'm doing, which means Tuesday, January 31st, is the seasonal Soul Sisters Circle which is when we get together for a live ceremony. And weather permitting, I will be by the fire again. Did a great practice run for solstice. We are now approaching the midpoint between winter solstice and spring equinox. This we're going to talk about in a second because it's technically happening on the 3rd. But we're going to get together live on Zoom on Tuesday, the 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern, which is 5 p.m. Pacific. And there's a link in here for you to register. Now, the subscription for the tools is a paid subscription, but this event is for the community, and it's a free event. And I welcome everyone to join me that wants to do a ceremony for the turn of the wheel. The very next day, also a subscription, which is $25 a month to be in the monthly Soul Sister Circle. This month for February is HORSE, the visionary archetype. And we have lots of fun tools in there. And we will have the live event, which you can drop in on, get the tools. That one, I don't open up to the public. But the seasonal shifts, I do love to open up to the public. So if you want to drop in there, the links are in the blog and in this email. That Friday the 3rd is a very active day. That's the gate of power. Sirius goes retrograde and the sun squares Uranus. Okay, so Mercury's doing great with Uranus, sun not so much. So we might have to do some adjusting. Now that we've changed our mind and our thinking in certain ways, we might have to adjust the expression of things, right? We're going to upgrade how we express. A square is a push to grow. Sun and Uranus are both about your individuality. So there's something that you've changed, right? There's some way that you've evolved that there's no going back. So trust that. Pause and ask the question, what choice or change needs to happen right now that would facilitate more freedom for you the individual wherever you're feeling cramped and confined we want to feel freedom and liberation messing with uranus right so we can all do this personally in our own little worlds and make that connection and if you make that choice and change yourself consciously then one won't have to be forced upon you from outside influences and nobody likes that so typically this energy Disrupts the normal flow in order to facilitate what I call a break the realign moment. While sometimes disruptive and challenging, the ultimate result is refreshing in some way. Consider the energy that thickens gathering for a severe thunderstorm, then releasing buckets of rain for hours and hours. You sleep deeply and awaken to a bright sunny morning with birds chirping unusually loud outside your window got the visual this activation is the necessary challenge that gets your attention that something better is available if you're willing to improvise and think on your feet if you've been unusually restricted in some way you may feel restless and agitated rather than being reactive to the unexpected shift whether it happens within or without it's best to take a pause for the cause Step back and try to gain some perspective. Remember to be present. Too far in the past can be depressing and too far in the future and you cause yourself unnecessary anxiety. Breathe. Be under the sky. Invite clarity about the next step and trust your gut. This energy, while sometimes uncomfortable and often sudden, is very necessary to disrupt any illusions or delusions you may be holding on to over long. It's time to express yourself in all new ways. So the old ways naturally stop working in order to get your attention. Mm, Anybody feeling that? Feel free to hit reply and let me know. Now, I know there's a big brouhaha out in the world about all planets being direct. And yes, every year around January, February, the last several years, we get these little breaks. Sometimes it's 30 days. Sometimes it's 90 days before one of the basic planets, go backwards again. So yes, we have open pathways and ease and grace in that regard. But in Kelly's world, we include Cirrus, Pallas, Vesta, and Juno, the four primary or let's say most famous asteroids. And Cirrus is how we nurture and like to be nurtured and has a lot to do with how we take care of ourselves and the world. So we pay attention to the rhythm of these feminine entities that are part of our energy systems. And it's been going back and forth, I know, through Virgo and Libra. It's technically retrograding in Libra, and it will go direct in Virgo. So there's something about resetting our internal systems so that we're healthier in order to engage with other people at a higher level and have that conscious equal partnership we'd like to have personally and professionally, right? So she's retrograding in Libra until May 6th. Cirrus, the great mother, rules what you nurture, contain, develop, and protect, among other things. In Libra, the focus is on beauty, creativity, and relationships. This is a chance to check in with our primary relationships, to initiate a new level of balance and reciprocity. It's a good time to socialize or host a gathering where you bring all your favorite people together for an evening of lively conversation, good food and drink, as well as kinship fellowship, that goodness when we get together. It feeds the soul. If you're working on your professional partnerships, then this is a good energy to help you move in a new direction there too. You can initiate a new four to five year cycle of collaborating with others in all new ways. Reflect on the last four to five years and consciously choose to improve going forward. You can also use this energy to infuse your creative babies with some beauty and essence that reflects your renewed sense of self and self-worth. Okay, deep breath. So this is an excellent reset, like I said, to your individual systems. This is so we can function better when it goes forward in Virgo. If we recalibrate the balance within, we can absolutely handle more goodness in our life going forward. Now we're still on Friday the 3rd, for the gate of power. So this is the pivot point, like I said, the midpoint between winter solstice and spring equinox. It's a time of change. It's time to activate our new hopes and dreams for the year. This is the spark of life that awakens life for the new year as we approach spring equinox. So it's almost like the seeds are under the ground and they're cracking open, but we can't see anything doesn't mean that there is an action happening, right? We want to broaden our vision, cultivate your own definition of freedom, independence and leadership, new beginning and clean slate healing all self-love issues, acknowledging a turning point, complete rebirth, new life, new look. Okay, so freshening things up. I tried to freshen up my website and all the things that I do for you, I try to freshen those up annually. Trying new and innovative ways for living. Okay, so we got that break to realign with COVID, right? Nine to five, Monday through Friday, got it pushed out the window. Now what? What's the new rhythm look like? Your unique contribution to the community. Using this sacred season to rest, replenish, and ruminate. We're opening to the vision, y'all. That's what this next six weeks is about. Inspiring, fiery, creativity, new projects, or old projects get renewed. So this is where you look at what you got done last year. to See what has any life or juice in it that can evolve this year. And you develop that. Otherwise, you go right to those new ideas. So Imbolc, Candlemas, Cross Quarter, Aquarius, Gate of Power. The turn of the wheel has many names from many different cultures and belief systems. But we all acknowledge it's always the ones who honor Mother Earth, Father Sky, and nature as the real rhythm that we should follow. It's the second of eight sacred seasons. This is when we begin to invite a renewal of the light. The light is returning. The days are getting longer and the nights are getting shorter. This is the next six weeks when we start to actually feel it and see it. Cross quarters are considered the gates of power, the in-between, the midpoint between the solstices and equinoxes. In agriculture, this is considered the sweet spot between seed and new life. This particular one is purification through fire and water and is preparing space for new energy. This is the season that you commit to the process of nurturing the intentions that you set for the new year around winter solstice. In order to create anew, often sacrifices and changes must be made. This time of year also coincides with several celebrations when many cultures give up something cherished in an effort to cleanse, clean, and clear a space for renewed growth within your being and your environment. This is about clearing a space for the new to come in. You should prepare as if it has already arrived. This season will culminate in six months in August with the Leo gate of power cross quarter that's called Lamas. So what would you like to create by then? What are you willing to give up to further your goals? What are you willing to fight for in order to preserve the value within or around you? What relationships are you cultivating? These are things to meditate on at this turn of the wheel. That's Friday, and then our last activation for the week is Saturday the 4th, Venus square Mars. Okay, so in their little cycle, those of you who've been clocking along with Kelly for a minute here, we have the initiation, the first test, integration, final test, and then it just starts over. So I always say the initiation and the integration, or the starting point and the midpoint, are related. First test and final test are related. When we get a square, which is the testing periods, it's time to grow out of comfort zone and into new territory where you're, in this case, your sacred, feminine, and masculine are concerned. It's time to recalibrate how you give and receive as well as how you be versus do. Let's meditate on that too, especially coming out of Mars and Mercury retrograde. Our thinking and our choices have changed. We need to slowly move forward. but There's a couple of changes that got to go in place first before we can start new. It helps to know the signs and elements to consciously choose how to work with this activation. In this case, it is water and air, our emotions and thinking, our feelings and thoughts, our instincts and intellect, our body and mind. This is Pisces, to Gemini. It's our emotional processing and our mental processing. Tune in to how you direct your own power, as well as what you magnetize and repel, naturally. Anytime Venus and Mars interact, the energy has to do with your relationships, both personal and professional, private and public. Squares create the necessary tension to catalyze action. As an individual, it is time to grow, change, and integrate your own values and priorities, that's Venus's department, with your own desires and passions which is Mars' department. However, on another level, it can also activate sexual energy as that too is the energy of creation. If you are in a happy, healthy relationship, then it is a great energy for you expressing your love in a physical way. However, if your relationship already has tension, especially in the physical realm, then this can be a difficult energy to deal with and the only real solution is open communication and a willingness to compromise. So, good luck. Deep breath. Everyone's growing and changing. Let's leave a little room for that in our relationships, especially the intimate ones. And let's talk about upgrading in a happy, positive, hopeful way rather than beating down on all the things that are missing or not working and things like that. Focus on the strength that you have with these people. Build on that and try to diminish those ways that you part, you know, ways that you don't get along. So this Venus-Mars does bring it up, especially in a square in our partnerships to kind of renegotiate. Do that as consciously as you can so that you don't create more karma for yourself to clean up, okay? We want to be very clean in our exchanges so we don't walk away with anything sticking to us that doesn't belong to us. I used to tell my son when he left the house, don't come home with nothing you didn't leave here with, which meant babies, diseases, extra people, none of that. (laughs) So we want to be clean going into this new season. The shift in the energies will happen there too as we awaken with the spring in this particular hemisphere. So y'all reach out if you need to. I hope you will join me for some of these live events. If for some reason money is an issue, then reach out to me directly and we'll work something out. Also with the seasonal one, if I don't have, you know, a certain number of you that are committed to joining us, then I might do it privately. I might not do it on Zoom. So definitely register to let me know you're interested in either joining me or getting the replay of the ceremony, whatever we do on that Tuesday. So hopefully you're getting this around Friday, Saturday morning. and You have time to know your schedule and whether you'll be able to join us live on Tuesday evening. Otherwise, reach out when you need to. Have a fantastic week. This is Callie Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.